Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. I was like, um, 
Yeah. So anyway, um, check out the website airedoutradio.net. I'm gonna turn my volume up since I had to do that really quick. Um, tell everybody what else you got going on, like as far as out there. Like I know it ain't really going nothing too much private in Virginia. Like not that I know of, but I'm saying, what do you do to stay busy out there? Like what what like activities do you do out there? Activities wise, well, I mean, Virginia's got a little bit of everything, and Virginia Beach is, I mean, it has everything around it because we got the military around there, we got Norfolk, um, we got, um, of course, the beach out there. Um, we, and I, I don't know if anyone is paying attention to it, we just had our first festival um, in April. What kind of festival? Brought to for Pharrell Williams. He started a festival called um, Something in the Water. And really? Yeah. So he wanted to bring some more art to Virginia. And he's from the area. And so he started this whole festival. Um, I believe there was about 30,000 people there. Really? Um, when we had Beyonce and Jay-Z showed up. We had um, like Chris Brown, Kanye West was there. We had, we had everybody there. Wow. Um, so it's going to be a yearly thing. So Virginia Beach is... Definitely Y'all moving now? Moving. You're trying to pick up. It's always been a, a huge art scene in the area. Okay. Uh, we have, um, I mean, there's open mics everywhere. There's a lot of, like, the, um, the spoken word poetry community is there. Um, so it's a very rich in the arts. You just have to get out there. And once you get into that community, like, I, there's, there's so much stuff around. There's so much growth, so much community, so much networking. So I, I kind of like it. I didn't think there was too much stuff going on, but then shout out to Pharrell for inspiring that situation. That's dope. Okay, so, you know, I know you you came out here before at Air It Out Radio. Shout out to you for coming through. I really appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? And it's been a while. I know we were supposed to schedule something before and then, you know, whatever happened. I forgot. But um, you're here now, and that's all that matters. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as, like, cause you, you're a songwriter, yes. rapper, yes. artist, slash artist, you'll see that. And then um, you also are author yes. as well. And, you know, I was trying to get the book, but then I was like, oh, I don't do Kindle. And then I was trying to see if I could, like, see, like, a little bit of it online or whatever. I didn't see that, but it's cool. Oh, cool. Thank you. Finally, somebody bring something in. Like, Lord. I got to bring a bunch of copies. So I got copies of uh, my first two books. Yeah. yeah, so one is God Made Me Uncomfortable and Abandoned Prayer. Mm-hmm. That's dope. You know, so why is it so spiritual? Like, what made you go to spiritual route? Um, well, the biggest thing, I think, with these books is that I realized, you know, everyone's got times in their life where it's, like, things just kind of come crashing down or they're searching for answers. Right. And growing up, um, you know, I grew up as a Christian, um, church, uh, Bible studies, all of that. And those things were great, and, and I, I appreciated them, but they never really gave me the answers that I was searching for. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they gave me kind of like the cliche answers of just like, oh, trust in God, and oh, read your Bible this, or oh, pray more and stuff. And, right. um, and I really wanted to, to dive deep into what it really meant to, like, have a relationship with God. And mm-hmm. what it meant to kind of, like, really know Him and have Him know you and, like, ride this journey together. So my books kind of dive deep into, like, past what the church is saying. And, it, and probably what makes some actual Christians upset. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you, like, 
you know, what the the feelings on that side because you know they always get mad plus you rap too so you know you already got that against you because they don't like you to rap and do that either <laughs> so you know what, what what's the feedback on that are they saying like are you trying to burn the book or what like what are they what are they saying about the book i, I get a lot of questions about it just because um, they didn't even read it first yeah. before they even yeah, okay. I'll get, I'll get some people that will read it and those are the questions because they're like so like one of the chapters talks about like you know maybe uh, maybe the church was kind of lying to us when they said that you know it's all about faith mm-hmm. it really is it's all about perseverance and faith okay. you, know, you can have as much faith as you want but if you don't keep it going cause, I mean life is hard out there there's a lot of stuff out there you know right. and um a lot of times we feel like God has given up on us, so we, we give up on Him. Right. And so it talks about endurance and perseverance. So it kind of just gives a different perspective. Um, even with my music, um, I get a lot of people that are kind of just like, oh, wow, like you're going that route or you're, you're saying this and that. Because you're more like, you know, the Bible and all that and the stress, you know. Right. But I'm spiritual more, more so. That's um, what they're having a problem with. More like the, the question. Like I, I dabble a lot in, in what people don't really want to like, admit that they're struggling with, right? Um, which is why I'm accepted a lot more in, like, the secular venues, like, I perform mostly in bars and clubs, and um, one of the clubs that I perform at regularly, the promoter there is like, I give you props, because we don't have Christians come up in here, and you're good, and people listen to you, and people want to hear more, Mm -hmm. Um, so that's that's always been my my mission, is kind of, like, bringing real music, like real stuff that people are going through right. into our music. And even if it's something that's kind of like controversial, like bring that into music and, and people, people react to it. Yeah, being controversial is good, you know. At what point, have you always been, you, you said you grew up into church? Yeah. Or you just, okay. All right. Well, I, I know, I just noticed online when I was looking um, at some of your stuff that they do the Christian ciphers, and I was like, for real? Like I just, yeah. I didn't think that that was even. But they've got um, the, the Christian rap community has got a lot of um, battle rappers out there now. Really doing a thing, yeah. Mm. Um, That's dope. Now when they do the ciphers, are they still incorporating you know God and everything in it, or are they just spitting like in general? Both. Okay. Both. All right. It's, um. I think the Christian music industry is, is especially in the rap aspect, is becoming more better. We have Trey out there who is doing a lot of stuff, um, and his uh, his record label Reach Records is doing a lot. Mm-hmm. We've got, um, like I said, we've got Christian battle rappers out there that are working through that um, whole scene, and um, so it's it's becoming more and more prevalent mm-hmm. now. That's what's up. You're hearing them partner with, um, well, I guess you would say secular artists. So, like, um, I know uh, Futuristic um, has been on stuff with, like, uh, Andy Minio, who is a part of Reach Records. Mm-hmm. Um, NF, who is who's blowing up now. Um, his music is becoming more and more popular out there. So, it's, it's, it's growing. That's dope. So, would you are you are you trying to be signed with like a label that's Christian, or you just want to be signed with anybody? Does it matter to you? I would I would go with anybody. Um, okay. Just I mean, as long as they know, and I've never had I've never had anyone question like their faith or like your crazy, like, lyrics. Lyrics, right? Usually people are like, hey, as long as it's hot, 
You're good. Right. Um, that's what I get when I do features. Um, I was actually at a, uh, a party the other night, and one of the guys comes up to me. He's a, he's a music promoter. He's like, yo, Sure. <laughs> Did you say it like that? Yeah. Yo. You're a Christian. Right. Yeah. He's like, someone was just telling me, like, yo, that kid rap, he's a good Christian artist. And he's like, ah, I didn't even think about it. Like, I just thought he was always very inspirational, but when I really listened to those words, mm-hmm. he's like, how do you, how do you, like, it's on your face with all of that? So I got to talk to him about that. But, um, yeah, it's, I would sign with secular Christian. I would work with secular Christian. That was right. Make sure the message gets out. Right. And and they, as long as they respect, you know, your terms, of course, you know, what you got going on, you don't want to, like. Never had anyone, like, anyone I've ever featured with, I do, I can teach with a lot of secular and underground artists, and they've always been like, dude. Yeah. What if they do something like, I hate God and all that, would you do a feature with them? Yeah. You would? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, my message is not going to change. That's true. That's a good way of looking I mean, at it. Uh, I've been at venues where I've been like over mics and stuff like that, and I, I remember one a couple of years ago that the person in front of me did this whole like amazing spoken word mm-hmm. on like how she hates God. What? <laughs> how she hates like, God? She went in on it, and I was next. And wow. I got up there, and I, I was like, you know what? Did she say anything to you? Was she just? She, I mean, she. She I, still hated God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I still hate him. In the audience, she still was like, like. She respected me, it. You know? Yeah. And so I think that's where it comes in. Um, like, yes, I'm a Christian, but also respect the art too. Right. Like, right. It was an amazing book of work. Like, she did a great job. Wow. I don't know if I could sit there and see that. You hate God, really? What's that song by Mary Mary? She said, um, I love God. You love God? What's wrong with you? <laughs> right? I'm just, that's how I would be like, uh, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> but, you know, like you said, you got to respect people's right. whatever. You know. I'm just getting more, more fire when I go up there and like, all right. So, right. You did your thing, I'm gonna do mine. Exactly. Okay. All right. So, you know, these questions are gonna be like all out of order, so don't pay it no mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, after you wrote the book, what was the first thing that you kind of did? Like, who did you? Who's the first copy going to? Uh, well, the first copy had, had to go to my, my parents. Um, okay. My mom was actually the one that encouraged me to start writing when I was young. Um, Summer, I was bored as a kid, and <laughs> she sat me down. She was like, "See, you're bored, okay?" I'm yeah. Tell you a story. So she told me this this story, and I was like, so like I haunted to my seat and listened to this. And then at the end, she goes, "So I just made that up." What? Now you go. Right. Wasn't that story good? Now you go make it say. So that just got me into to writing and like seeing the story and everything. Even um. Did you believe it though? I did. <laughs> I did. Like, what? Come on, mom's good. She's so good. And I was like, no, I could do that. And it, it encouraged me. So, like, so, I started writing, and then that also falls into my music. Cause a lot of my music is very, like, story, like, storytelling. Yeah, you're a storyteller anyway. So, yeah, you could do that. That's dope. Shout out to moms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> so, I know you do a lot of songwriting, you do a lot of stuff in your music, you write a lot of music and stuff. How much of it is truth and how much of it is like fiction or whatever? Everything is true. Everything is true. Um, everything is truth, and 
thing is, like, whenever I write, I love to, I love to write about the experiences not only that I have, but that other people have as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, there's a song that I have called Scream, and it talks about um, a girl who was struggling with just, like, family life, with bills, all the stuff, and I took her out to a base of a football field, and I told her just, just run across the field and just scream. And, and what was that for? That, it was just, just to have her scream. And then once she did To get it out, like, kind of, yeah, whatever. It's like, for venting. A lot of times, like, we just need to let it out. Right. And um, and I've done that with other people before, too. And it's like, hey, just, just go into your car or something to scream. So are you, like, a therapist, too, on the side? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. No. <laughs> Maybe, like, slash therapist. Slide, slide that yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like, no, I feel like we all need some sort of therapy. Yeah. Like, everyone... I always think, I guess, if, if Jesus were alive today, he would be like a pastor. I think he would be like a professional out there. Mm, probably, bro. Well, what do you think about, since we were talking about, like, you know, kind of the whole mental thing, you know, a lot of artists go through a lot of mental things with the business. They're like, I don't know if I should do it, forget it, I should give up, blah, blah, blah. It's so stressful for them. You know, um, what advice, I mean, like you said, you probably just tell them to go run across the field or something. <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, like, have you ever, have you ever been through that with the whole music situation? Uh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think every artist has some time in their life when they're going through that about their art, yeah. um, about their passion. And my my thing is always, if you have a gift, then, then use it. Just use it. If you have a gift, then use it. And you never know. Like, some people are created for the huge stage. Mm-hmm. And some people, I've seen some of the best people, the best artists that are on small stages every night. Yeah. But it, it doesn't matter if you impact, like, one million or one. Like, if you impact one, you never know who that person can impact. That person may impact a million because you impacted them. Exactly. So you can't. You can't down yourself just because you might have, you know, 50 views and this next person has... Like Whatever it is. Yeah. Because, people go through yeah. those views anyways. I don't, you can't go by that. Because people say, oh, you got 31,000 people and then it may be like five people on my Instagram and it's like... I can't control that. You know what I mean? Like, all of us will be tuned in at one time. Like, no, it doesn't work that way all the time, you know? Actually, if one person comes up to me, right? like, <laughs> like, that, that impacted me. And that's, that's, how, that's how it matters sometimes. I know, I know. What's just the, the hardest thing that you had to go through with the whole music? Oh, man. Your music but, career? Um... I can probably say just, I think personally, um, just kind of like transitioning into like really what I wanted to write about and what I want to present. Because, you know, as a Christian artist, when I first started out, it was kind of just like bumping these Jesus anthems, just like, yeah. Yeah. You know, people Are they going to accept it and, too, um, probably? And it wasn't, it wasn't satisfying to me as an artist. Right. Like this. There's got to be more to it. So I wanted to go deeper, um, and I wanted to work with more secular artists. I think the hardest thing um, when that happens is that um, a lot of the, the church and Christians in general kind of, like, pull away from me. Like, really? yeah. And mm-hmm. so, like, live shows, like, I'll invite people to live shows that I have and everything like that. And all of my, like, work friends who, like, try to, like, like smoke weed and, and, and 
and cussing up a storm and everything, they'll be there and they're <laughs> cheering on and all the Christians are just like, uh, yeah, we have Bible study. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> Biggest mistake. So, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I said, what? You like, about to hold me a whole little bitch. <laughs> um, I would say the biggest thing for me, um, which which caused a whole lot of, I guess, turmoil in life, was just um, thinking, thinking I was a little girl. Um, mm. There was... There was a time when I was just doing everything. Like I was a, I was a youth director for a church. I was doing music. I was teaching um, public speaking and media. I was doing a whole bunch of stuff, and um, and I was getting opportunities to do things. I was a baccalaureate speaker for a, a high school's graduation. I started doing all this stuff, and I started kind of like not taking care of who I was. Oh. I started so much on other people in this that I didn't realize that everything that I was doing like myself, my my spiritual self, my inner self, like I was just dying inside. And I, wow. I, I tried to be too strong, you know. It was it was too much to like keep up with everything. Yeah. So I tried to be the hero for everything and everybody. Right. And a lot of people um, do that. Yeah, it took me to a definitely dark place in my life. And mm. uh, the one thing that kind of like always will stay with me is I had a friend of mine um, who got me in contact with this group of, of guys and. One of the guys said, you know what, I think you just need to hear this. It's okay to be me. And wow. one of the most powerful things that... That was powerful. That just touched me real quick. Cool. Like, what? You, you never hear that. You always hear people say, like... got to be strong. you got to be strong. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to be weak. Because when you're weak, that's when you're actually humble. That's when you're actually at a point where you're accepting help, when you're teachable, when you're moldable. Mm. Um, and that's Back. when you can actually, like truly be great. Right. So you can truly be successful. So you can truly uh, have God work in your life is when, you know, you just let go of it all and you're like, I'm weak. Right. Do you do you believe in the um the old the old you has to die in order for the new new you to you know? Um, but I also think that I also believe that it's not just a one time thing. In mm, phases, kind of. Yeah. Like this constantly yeah. this part of you that needs to die so that other parts can grow. And and new beginnings can can be in your life again. Yeah. And there's a lot of things. There's a lot of like, I mean, it can be relationships. It could be environment. Mm-hmm. It could be like activities that you're a part of. Anything. Right. There's death in your life that has to happen for everybody. That's deep because everybody thinks that it's just like one time. Right. Like, oh, okay, you had to die, and now you're going to be this great person, and that's it. You're going to stay that person forever, yeah. you know, but you, you, you constantly are changing, yeah. you know. So, yeah, that's, that's good theory. Okay. Well, you got me thinking out here, like, for real, yeah. <laughs> that is true. Okay, so what's some of your pet peeves? Um, so anyone can Attached to this, um, I have I, I have a <laughs> Um, it's not always vocal, but it's definitely it's definitely I'm thinking about it. You throwing stuff in the car and um, all that. If you're, if you're not in my car, then you are the enemy. That's just right. He only allowed it because he know he like. It's true. I'm in the car with him. So rotary is probably number one, and the other one is just like I hate. Like the chewing noises and stuff like, like that. Like one. Yeah. <laughs> like smacking. I, I was in a coffee shop the other day, and the guy next, like the table next to me, like I could hear him like chewing and slurping. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're in a public place with there's music going on. And, you still heard it. and I still hear it. <laughs> bro. 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 Oh. <laughs> I know. 
can't say that either. It's so annoying. But people don't be caring. You say you want Pamela? What do you say? Do you say, um, excuse me, sir? Can you please? I just picked up the last song. I'm going to say because I know. You know, you, sometimes it amazes me when people pop gum. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to stop popping that damn gum. They don't be caring. They be in the face, too. They just be so into it. Like, pop, 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 pop. I'm like, it lost its favor, like, Ten minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> right, let it go. <laughs> okay. Um, so I know you said you you know, speaking of relationships, I know you said that, you know, you are in one. How is that like in the whole music situation? Do they like respect it? And then you got that on top of like being Christian and all that, so it's like all these temptations. Well, yeah, I'm I'm about to celebrate um my third anniversary being married. Okay. Number three. Number three. Um, so it's, it's been good. Like, uh, I, I remember her, her saying, my wife Josh, and she was like, yeah, when you first told me out that you were a rapper, I, I was kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> she wasn't phased by it. So you were like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm sure you are, like, rapper. She was like, but then I just, like, heard you, and I was like, oh, okay. This is actually good. Right. And um, so she's been very supportive. She is, like, total, like, we're total opposites from, like, that realm of, what we like musically and stuff like that. She don't like rap. She, I mean, she, <laughs> she'll listen to, she basically just old school kind of. on the radio and whatever's on there, she'll kind of think it with. Right. But um, she's always been supportive. She's come to shows. That's she's been supportive of me whenever I've had to do like, like, I uh, gotta go do a feature, I gotta record, do this, and she's always been good with that. So um, it's just been awesome. She's really supportive and all over there. Aww. What advice would you give these guys out here? Because, you know, these guys be living their life. They best lying. <laughs> you know, because I always say if you have somebody and you can settle down, it's like you, that's one less thing you got to worry about in the music business because then you can focus a little bit better. You know what I mean? But when, you got, when you're out here single and you're just running around, it's like, okay, now I got to get this girl. You see that girl? You see that girl? Like, you know what I mean? You can't really focus 100% because you're just trying to get something. Yeah, you know. <laughs> what advice would you give them? I would say this, like, enjoy, enjoy the life that you have. You know, if you're single and you focus on the music, enjoy it. She'll come. Like she'll be around and you'll you'll know it. But when you do know it, don't don't put her on the side. Like actually go over that relationship and then keep that relationship, focus on that relationship, prioritize that relationship. Right. Because the more that you prioritize that relationship, the more that relationship grows and she's gonna support you. Mhm. And she's gonna be with you. Yeah. Um a lot of a lot of times people are like, Oh, I gotta shoot between like a career and oh, girl. Like, yeah. You should that shouldn't even be a thing like you should focus on your relationship mm-hmm. and you focus on your music but if you focus on your relationship and you build that relationship if it's good then she's going to support you too right they say that the, your girl or your partner is supposed to be like um your assistant somewhat like helping you like yeah you know whatever whatever it is there shouldn't be a separation mm-hmm. i think i think that you know Bring her along to the shows, bring her to this, bring her to that. Exactly. There you that, go. That, that grows the relationship. It's, I think it makes it better, like your music better, because there's nothing out there. Like, there's so much drama that can happen in a relationship that it's separate, and you're doing two different things. You're worried about what she's doing. She's worried about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then, or rumors get involved, or this or that. Right. Just whatever you do, 
focus on our relationship, make it the best they can be, and have it support your music. Right? Boom. There you go. That's great advice. You have some joy with you. I try. I try. So as far as the music that you got coming out, like, what's the goal with this this project? Uh, so the music, well, I just released uh, the EP Tree. Mm-hmm. Um, just released in July, and that one uh, it was kind of sparked by a competition that I got in um, last year, last was October, October, and it was by Ted Maker Music. Shout out Ted Maker Music. Um, <laughs> They put out a competition and they had some beats that were by a producer, POV. Um, and they were like, get on the beat, do your thing. And I slacked off. So the whole month, I had the whole month of October. It was October 29th and it was due like the next day. Uh-oh. I was like, all right, so I'm just going to write whatever, like, whatever pops into my head. <laughs> and I think I just watched like the Avengers or something like that. And so the, the character Groot was in my head, and I was like, man, I should do like a song that's like, I am Groot, like something that fits with it. And I just started writing, mm-hmm. and it started to, like, come with this metaphor of, like, what it meant to be, like, a tree that's just, like, standing firm no matter what comes against it, right. and being able to just stand firm to it. And so I did that that song and sent it in, and it got through the first round, and then it got through the second round, and it, it that's won it's usually when when you're doing a competition, it's usually when you're not really focused on it. That's when people usually win. Because when you feel like, oh, my God, I'm going to win, I'm going to. Okay, an artist told me, I did all this and I didn't win. And, like, I went out and bought promotion. And I'm like, uh, how am I supposed to know you're going to win or not? Like, just because you went out and bought T-shirts doesn't mean it's just supposed to win. Like, right. you know, they just right. kind of lost the whole situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah she, she kind of falls from that. And um, I just wanted to to produce something or put out something that kind of just kind of encouraged people through through times where they felt like it was like just something that's making you shaky and making you feel like you're just unstable and what it means to be rooted through like all the storms and, and stuff that you're going through. Right. Um, so that's that's what all the songs are about on that EP. Okay. All right, so I know I told you we were going to play this game, but I got I got another thing that I want to do, too. Okay. It's called Sticky Situations. All right. Okay. So they're, they're crazy situations, okay? So just play along. They're, you know, they're going to be really, really crazy, okay? But you have to pick and choose which one that you would do. Okay, and you can only pick one, and you can't be, you can't, like, kind of, you know, but this and that, and I want this, but you have to build whatever it is. Okay, so the first one is either help, help, um, your family, help a family in a burning car, right, or have sex with Beyonce, Sticky situation. Help a family in a burning car. Yeah, no, Beyonce. <laughs> you, 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 you're going to Jay Z? I ain't messing with Jay Z. No, it don't have nothing to do with Jay Z. This no. is an opportunity, no? Yeah, no. No? Yeah, I go with Beyonce, Jay Z going to come after me. And I, okay. <laughs> All right. Sticky situation. All right. Sticky situation number two. Feed the homeless for a day. With with a great turnout, right? Great turnout, successful. Right. All right. Or hit the lottery for one million, but you cannot give back 
to any community, any anything. You can't do anything with the money except spend it on yourself. So, because I know a lot of people say, "Oh, I would take the money and do that." No. So, which one would you do? Lottery. Lottery? Are you like the whole one? I mean, it's third day, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's a great time yeah. now. You're Another buzzing. Day. No. The lottery. There you go. The lottery. Honestly, I'm going to the lottery. Okay. The homeless, I can help out another day. You can help them out another day. No, you can't help them out. I can help out another day? No. You can't help them out at all with the money. Not with the money? No. Right. Not with nothing. You can't do anything with the money but yourself. Right. I'm not going to do it with the money. I can help them out. No, you can't do anything with them. That's what I'm saying. No, you can't give it to nobody. You can't do anything deeper. Okay. All right. So you say, you know. <laughs> All right. Sticky situation number three. All right. Live forever, you know, successful. And, but the only catch is that you have full blown AIDS and sick every single day. Okay. And the second one is. Die tomorrow, be unknown and broken shit. Mm. But as a legend, though, sorry. Oh, as a legend? As a legend. So you could be broke and die tomorrow or have AIDS forever and be sick. And you're going to live forever, though. Mm -hmm. And be successful. Man, I would, I would, I would, I would probably die tomorrow. <laughs> you don't want to take that age? No, you don't want to. No? Tomorrow. But you're going to live forever. With the age, you know, they got, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> He's like, no. Nah. He's like, nah, like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of stuff that makes you think, like, wow, well, I don't know which one I would do. But I talked to my friend. He was like, I'm going to take the age, do it number one. <laughs> like, I'm going to take that age and live forever. <laughs> you know? He said, nah. <laughs> Nobody likes to be sick. Okay, so here's another situation where we call this one thoughts on the street so like you know some of the stuff that's going on in the world today yeah. all right just short short and sweet answers um your thoughts on jay-z and the nfl i think the nfl needs to say the nfl and everyone else that's not really football needs to probably just say out of it okay boom all right next one who's the worst rapper in the business right now, according to you. Worst rapper. I think it's just like, rapper, like, get him out of here. Oh, we don't ever want to see you again. That's the joke. We will come back to it. Yeah, we come back to it. Okay. Okay. Thoughts on Lord Jamal dissing Eminem? If you've been keeping up. See, I'm Eminem all the way. Like I've always been Eminem, so you just Eminem. Uh oh. That's just not cool. That's just not going to Is he correct with saying that black people don't listen to Eminem? Because you clearly are black, but I'm just saying. Black people listen to Eminem. Okay. Um, I think I think more than, than one of them made it. Right. Um, and more respected than one of them made it, too. Right. So, yeah. Just leave him alone. He's been doing so much for the industry 
and for communities and stuff like that. And he's, I mean, yeah, he's had his mistakes and stuff like that, but he's going to be I wonder why out of everybody is he really bothering him the most. You know what I mean? People like to come after Eminem. But why? Like that's that's the thing. Like why? For what? All these other rappers out here, they got so it's much like, other. It's like toppling a king. I mean, uh, and there's tons of other rappers out there that are legendary. Mm-hmm. He's one of them. He's he's made a name for himself. He's made a name in the industry, and he's he's good. You can't deny it. Right. Um. So people want to come after him because you know he's unapologetic about what he does, what he says, mm-hmm. um, and what he puts out, and. No. Right. You go after the king. I mean, so many going after Wait, you say he the king? You say he the king? He is the king. Oh, I'm going to tell you, he is the king. Oh, okay. King. All right, all right. I'm going to say, because you know, people dispute <laughs> that one. For real, for real. Okay, so, um, all right. So we have the next generation of rap, right? So we have the email rappers, and then we got the SoundCloud. What do you think is the next generation that's out? What would you say that it is? That's coming as far as rap. It's, un- it's unknown. It's untitled. So what would you title the next generation that's coming up? Okay, right. They would be, like, I, I, I kind of have it in my mind of what it, they should be. They're more of like the, I want to say lazy rap. Lazy rap? Because <laughs> you kind of already have that now. Yeah, the SoundCloud. But I like the rap that doesn't want to be rap. The non-label, like the, the non-label rap. The non-label. The label as rappers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that's where it's kind of going to is like um, the rap that we have out there, they, it's it's borderline, really not even rap hip-hop, but we, we grew up with rap hip-hop anymore. Right. It's more of like a, a sub, like a suburban Flow type thing, and I think it's going to become like a non-label. Like we're not even that genre. Like we're not rappers. We're nothing. We're, yeah. we're just here. <laughs> they ain't gonna listen Wait, we're flowers. The flowers. <laughs> All right. So there was a list of the top fifty rappers, you know, in the business, right? And Joe Button was like number three. Do you think that he should be on a list or off the list? I think she's number three. Yeah, I know. Okay. But I think she's number three. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because that was the whole dispute. It was like, number three, well, who the heck made this game? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Joe Batten shouldn't be number three, but he should be one. He should be one. Okay. I think he be Even though he kind of made like one or two songs as a hit. He should be still be in it. <laughs> okay. So to, to uh, Six nine to talk to Tashi. Obviously, it's fucking me wrong. Um, his manager got fifteen years, right, from the case and everything. So, what's your whole thoughts on you know six nine coming back? Do you think he has you know a chance to make it back in the music industry after all the stuff and the snitching and? He does just because of the fact that there's a story there, and there's I mean wherever there's like a dramatic story. There's going to be um, popularity and acclaim there. Um, I don't think it's going to be about the music. I think the music itself may suffer, mm-hmm. um, but the popularity is going to be there no matter what. Right. Who do you think seeing that? Who, who do you think will pick him up 
After all that, I know Death Row probably ain't in the work. You know what I'm saying? Like, some Death Row probably would be like, I got it, don't worry about it. I feel like he's going to try to start something himself. Yeah. Yeah. He could, though. He could. He could. He doesn't need anybody. Like, that, like when you know, like, huh, who, who would not, nah, I'm just going to start something. Right. Okay, he's going to do that. Okay. That's a good, that's a good thing. All right, what do you think about Nicki Minaj and her claiming to retire? You think she's retiring, or you think it's just clout chasing or just I think promotion? She's step back. Mm-hmm. I don't think she'll fully retire because it's. I mean, that's that's a passion. That's in, like that's in her. Right. I think she might do something different with it, uh, but I don't think she'll fully like fully fully let music go. Right. I think she'll step back. Yeah. Okay. Good, good. What do you think about Meek Mills and him getting the label? Who do you think that he, he's going to sign? You think he's going to sign somebody from Philly or no? I feel like you, I, Meek is the type that will go for some some new, un- fresh wave, kind of. Yeah, and just like pull him out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like he's going to do that. I feel like he, he, he will find someone from Philly. Everybody's like debating, like, she doing it? they like, no, you better not pick nobody from Philly. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, if he doesn't, I think he's going to get so much heat if he doesn't. Because, you know, people are so worried about him. Um, oh, I didn't miss my page. Okay. They're so worried about him, like, you know, not paying love and homage to him after they did all that for him in the city. Like, they're expecting you know, something happen, you know. But if he doesn't, then, you know, I guess people are going to be just mad. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's true. Like, you should have picked me, you know, me and him was cool. Like, right, exactly. Okay, so now we're down to do you know your ish. Okay. All right, so this is, you know, the segment where I try to throw you off with your own lyrics, Man. okay? And it could be old, something new. It could be something you freestyled to a long time ago or new. So, and I'm going to say it in my way to throw you off. And you got to get, <laughs> you got to, it's up to you to catch it, okay? You get three chances. Three. Three, uh, right? Nice. So, three out of three or two out of two. Okay? So, here we go. All right. Let's see. Let me get my uh, <clears throat> Okay. And I'm confident in the one <laughs> who molded the sun. And wait a minute. Let me start over. And I'm confident in the one who molded the sun and set of the sun. No, hold on. Let me let me go back because I'm about to mess your whole rhyme up. Okay, and I'm confident in the one who molded the moon and set of the sun, and he made me to know him and carry the torch like an Olympian with when I run. Okay. That's... I know I checked it all up. Streetlight cipher. That's what the, that was what she like. What's the correct way? The correct title for that you have on it. Uh, you don't even know your own title. I just, it's like six of us on there. 
Um, mm-hmm. the Panther, six, that don't sound like doing all of this. Not for that one. Okay. Oh, you doing a you was doing a hook. Okay. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you want me to bring it back? It was she like Okay. Yeah. yeah. Light, light, light up the world. Light up the world. Yeah. He said it was something like that. Wait, is that the actual one? Cause yeah. I don't. You sure? I'm, I'm definitely sure. Okay. Like I'm gonna give you that one. I'm gonna give you that one. Okay. Let's try again. Hopefully, I get this one right. Okay. Living the day, but alive in the night, like a vampire. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> I should have done that part because I knew you were gonna get it. Damn it. Okay. All right. So you do, you do. You do that too, you know Okay. I show up and I turn up. Did what they said I should. Waited for all my karma that I was told would be good. Yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> do y'all know it? Um, they like, nope. <laughs> they can't even help you. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so I know it's on the collaboration album. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Why can I not remember? It's- I showed up. And turned up, did what they said I should. Wait for all my karma that I was told would be good. I know, I'm throwing a while. <laughs> Give up? Yeah. <laughs> it was it was um prom two. Pop two, Captain America. Yeah, you would yeah, say Captain America at the end. America, yeah. Yeah. But you did good, though. You got two? Two out of three. Yeah. Two out of three. Hello. I'm trying my best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you did good. So that's, that's good. You can see me like mess up all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The first one, even though I saw you watching, awesome, you still got it. That's good. That good. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wow. Okay. I got to go a little higher next time. <laughs> okay. Do you got anything else you want to let everybody know, like, that you got going on? Oh, man. Well, it's right now, like I said, I've, I've just uh, finished my EP. So I'm just doing more and more features. Um, okay. So that's been my big thing when it comes to music. I want to do, like, an EP or something. I, I like to give the other artists, too. So I want to implement some of their music. So I'm doing more and more features. Um, one of the, I think when I came up here, I did a song called Pass the Guns that was produced by uh, a friend of mine in Sweden, mm-hmm. um, Dirty Beats, True Justice, and we're going to be working some more on some stuff together, too. Okay. Uh, so, uh, How do you find your features? Do you just say, I want to collab with people, or are you just... I do. You have um, specific people um, that you want. I, think I, I, um, I put it out there that I want to collaborate with people. Um, I ha- I use uh, Fiverr. I use a whole bunch of different. Oh, I love Fiverr. Fiverr's are awesome. Oh man. Um, five people have found me on Fiverr and. Then, As an artist. Yeah. Really. Hmm. It's been really good to do that. So, so uh, yeah, a secular Christian. Um, I like to do features for people and help them out, collaborate, network. 
which has been awesome. And then I'm continuously working on um, new books. So I've got some new books that are coming out next year. That's what's up. Yeah. Okay. I'm proud of you. Congrats on the book and, you know, the music and the whole career and coming all the way down here, yeah. you know, like, you know. I was like, you sure you want to come? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Okay. Right. That's what you're going to do now? You got family? You want to go to visit? Yeah, I got, you know. That's what's up. Right. Oh, I love it. Thanks for having me. Right. Whatever I can. Y'all, y'all partying after this or y'all just chilling? Michael, Michael. Okay. Virginia eventually, right. Have you showed them around like all the, like showed them any key points over here? Did y'all get a cheesesteak? Well, they, they're, they're from this area. I'm, I'm y'all from here? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that's from. Well, now, like, what, what cheesesteak did you tell them to go see? Go get you need to just say we're just Chinese stuff. Oh, boo. Y'all ain't gonna come over with no cheese steak. Y'all gonna really? They gonna get you. Hold on. I wanna I want hear who they, who they like. Who, who do you like? Be careful now. Be careful. <laughs> you know, I ain't saying that. You You know what I'm saying? He pleaded a fifth on that. <laughs> Not because, you know, it's a big thing. But I do want to make a recommendation. Um, it's old brother. old brother. Did you ever try them? Oh my god, the cheesesteak is like right. phenomenal. Like, yeah, like I don't get it messed up. I love all the rest of them, but it's the the meat is just so. They probably open too. You know what I mean? Yeah, like most of them are open, but you know, that's how you get when they go. I think it was like. It was a while ago, like years ago, that I came down here. One of my friends is from West Philly, mm-hmm. and she took me somewhere to get a cheesecake, and it was like, and I cannot remember. You don't remember? I got the Facebook message or something like that. Figure out where it was. <laughs> Mind blowing. Really? No, you can't. You can't eat cheesecake outside of Philly. Yeah, it's not the same. It's yeah. not the same. But New York will beg to differ. You know, they <laughs> you know they got the best cheesecake. Yeah, pizza. I think pizza is their thing. Yeah, definitely. All right, Aerial Radio is at your fire. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all follow him at R E P M 516. You know what I'm saying? And make sure you guys follow me, of course, at Fire, F I Y A, chick with a K at the end. Catching Mondays 10 to 1. You know what I'm saying? Anything else you want to let them know? Yo, just connect with me. Let's collaborate. Let's talk. Whatever. Um, Boom. Yeah. He said, ready, set, go. Ready, set, grow. Boom. <laughs> Air it out. <laughs>